Wiki Zege. What do you want from me? Do you know how long I've been waiting for this moment to happen? The circumstances are different, but still the moment has happened. What's happening? What's happening? I made you watch Midnight Mass. <laughs> you forced me. You held me at gunpoint. One down, four to go. One down, four to go. Well, it's enough for us to they do this shit. They won't watch. I know I know one of them won't watch it because they're atheist, but I ain't gonna call them out. Mm. But if you if you know where if you know this this show we're commandeering, you can guess it. Cause we are right now coming to you listeners from Just Friends with Priyanka and Wiki Zege. We are commandeering this shit for a special. A probably seven episode special where me and Wiki Zege talk about Midnight Mass. Now some of y'all not, don't, may not even know me. I'm the producer of Just Friends. <laughs> I'm the producer of Just Friends, and due to family obligations, the normal Just Friends mm. you knew about has taken a pause. Is is that right, Wiki Zeke? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's taking a pause. Listen, guys. Hold up, hold up. Let me let me say it. Listen, guys, welcome to Just Friends. It's me, your co-host, and our our fellow producer here is stepping in because of you know certain family obligations from our previous co-host. So this is this this seven episodic shit as stated is gonna be a special, not part of you know like the the story of Just Friends, but it's a special for you guys to get through so yeah what we got for the midnight mass yeah yeah man we got midnight mass it's a it's a netflix netflix mini series by mac mike flanagan you know mike flanagan man you know the guys making the haunting of Bly, Bly, Bly house you know <laughs> yeah you seen that no have you Nah, but I, I learned his name after watching Dr. Sleep. You, you seen that one? Yeah. Nah, nah, after watching that shit, I'm like, damn, bro, this fucking, this shit is dope. Like, who directed it? Mike Flanagan's like, right, I'm gonna fucking remember that name. And then when Midnight Mass starts rolling, I'm like, Mike Flanagan, aight, bro, aight, bro, let's watch it. And my God is fucking dope. So, what did you think of Dr. Mm-hmm. Sleep? Of what? Doctor Sleep. To be honest, it was, it was aight. It was an it was a nothing special. I enjoyed because maybe because I enjoyed The Shining. The thing is, the thing about The Shining, yeah, is the the performance of of my man as Jack. It was it caught me. The thing about Doctor Sleep. I didn't really feel connected to it. Maybe you have something different. Maybe you feel something different. So, I, like, for Dr. C, right, I, I was watching them promotions and trailers. Like, at first, I thought Dr. Sleep was just going to be, a, like, like let me say, let me tell you, like, if I told you 
there is a sequel of The Shining, that first thing that comes to your mm-hmm. to your mind, like what would the sequel to The Shining be? That is what I thought Doctor Sleep was, but it kind of not, mm-hmm. except for the twenty, except for the last twenty minutes. That's when it becomes a sequel to The Shining. Then the rest of the movie is actually something pretty dope, you know. Yeah, I forget about that. Let's get back to the topic at hand. Let's get back to the topic at hand. So, Midnight Mass. This is the next thing made by Mike Flanagan. It is a Netflix miniseries. Now, there's not really a way to like give a whole si- a whole series synopsis about it because it would kind of spoil things. That's why we're gonna do episode mm-hmm. by episode to actually talk about Midnight Mass. So, um. What can we say as as a synopsis of the of what the show is without spoiling, right? Like I I I I wrote one down, but I'm gonna give you the floor since you've watched the first two episodes. Um, basically, to my knowledge, so far, Midnight Mass is you know based around a small town, a small coastal town, shit like that, and you know different characters who who interact who interact with each other let's say there there's a um, there's a sense of relate of christianity a sense of god and and like all about re, uh christianity and shit basically yeah it's 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 some weird shit in a weird town centered around a church with some weird characters. That's that's how I see it. You feel me? Yeah, like like not to name names, but some uncultured swines might just call it a horror show, <laughs> and th- that's kind of disrespectful <laughs> to what it is. Like, like, okay, so let me explain it to the audience. What 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 we are doing? We're going through this perspective. We're going through talking about what you like about each episode. Derek here, he hasn't seen it, so he he's new to this shit. Me, this is my second run through it. I already know what's gonna happen, but I'm like, I'm gonna hold some spoilers and just talk about what I what I remember, what I felt during this episode, right? Mm-hmm. So let's start. We're gonna start with episode one, right? We're gonna start with episode one. Talk about the stuff. Yeah, let's begin. Episode one, called Genesis. Of course, it's gonna be called Genesis, like. It's it's about fucking religion and Christianity. Of course, it's gonna be called Genesis. So before we start talking about what we like, we got, let me start g- by giving a synopsis about the first episode, right? Mm. <clears throat> well, this is from Wikipedia. This is from Wikipedia. Okay, episode one, book one, Genesis. Riley Flynn returns to his hometown of Crockett Island. A tiny offshore fishing village reeling economically due to an oil spill that crippled its fishing industry. After serving four years in prison for drunk driving crash that killed a young woman, having lost his faith during his incarceration, Riley struggles to reintegrate with the town's devout Catholic community, which includes his parents, Annie and Ed, teenage brother Warren, childhood sweetheart, and expectant mother, Erin Green. And jealous parishioner. Wow, that's the first time I've seen that word. 
Parishioner, bro. Damn, nigga. Parishioner, Bev Keen. The community is also joined by Father Paul Hill, a young priest claiming to be a tem- temporary replacement for the aging Monsignor Pruitt, who is who is on a pilgrimage to the Holy Land. While out on a night with his friends Uka and Ali, Warren spots strange movements in a remote island area populated by feral cats, which are later mauled by an unseen entity. The following night, Riley sees the figure of Monsignor Pruitt walking along the beach amidst a raging storm, but the figure soon vanishes. The next morning, hundreds of dead cats are discovered along the beach. So, Derek, as the f- as being mm-hmm. a first time viewer, what can you s- give? Can you give mm-hmm. a review about this episode before we do a deep dive? Um, basically, it it wasn't. It was an introduction, so there's no there's not much to expect. It's just it, the episode is all about helping you know the characters that will be important later, world building, you know, knowing how they each relate to each other. Basically, there wasn't much action or anything that we might expect later. So yeah, it, it was all right. I enjoyed it as it was. But yeah, it was just an introduction to the people. Yeah, that's that's what I thought about it. You would say it's a genesis. <laughs> yes, sure, sure. <laughs> I, this nigga. <laughs> I, so it's like, let's. I got all these points we could talk about, and it, yeah, there's no spoilers. Mm-hmm. There's no spoilers. Just this point now. After watching episode, we now we watch episode one and two, but we're just gonna talk about episode one right now. For the points I have in episode one, I got a lot of points, mm-hmm. but we might not be talking about these points later on until it comes back. But because it's the first episode, they're setting everything up, right? Yeah. So first, let's talk about like let's talk about genre, like like what what is this the genre this story is taking place in, right? Mm. Now that synopsis mm-hmm. you gave at the start of the episode, right? That ain't original. Mm-hmm. That that shit ain't original, okay? It's 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 like a typical Stephen King novel, you know, small town and everything. Yeah, it, it's got all those archetypes. Yeah. But now, what what I love about this show is like this show is like the perfect adaptation of a Stephen King novel, even though there is no novel about this shit. <laughs> right yeah it's able to so that's what you enjoyed about it yeah man uh, there's still more stuff but i can't spoil it i can't spoil it. okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like like this show got this kind of stephen kingness in its world and its characters you know yeah you got this and it got all this all these archetypes from this kind of small town americana stuff like we got the sheriff archetype who's the outsider of the community mm-hmm. we got the town drunk the town drunk also mm-hmm. like we got all these good archetypes that really flow together in this world and as we continue watching we see that this w- the, the development of this world this town is like top notch like Class S, I'm talking about, right? 
Yeah, and basically, um, for those um, uh, people, we won't mention names, that call it a horror show, yeah, it's, uh, to, like, if you want to put it in a genre, it's basically like a psychological drama with some horror elements. It ain't a horror show. You feel me? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like, saying it's a horror show is fucking degrading, man. Like... If like if you tell somebody, oh yeah, it's a horror show, they be thinking like, oh, every episode there's gonna be a fucking jump scare and shit. It's like, oh, there's gonna be some gross shit and all that. It's like, nah, man, nah, man. Like, if you fucking tell them that shit and they stop watching it, they think they'll be fro. They think they got they got hoodwinked, you know. <coughs> so yeah. So another thing that this show is about is about the christianity thing right their whole religious aspect and how uh yeah how a religion how a religion t- how a religion unites a community you know mm-hmm. so um one of the things it's dwelling into is about like losing one's faith that's what our our would you call it our main protagonist riley flynn um to be honest I'll just call it a protagonist because there are a lot of people, basically the whole town are protagonists, but yeah, sure, main protagonist, Riley Flynn, the dude that was incarcerated and shit. Yeah, I would argue for this episode, he is the main protagonist because we're following him as we explore the world, as we explore this town, right? Yeah, true. So basically, this is like the Riley Flynn episode. Yeah. Like Riley Flynn, his character, his character is going through about losing one's faith after a tragic accident, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, 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 from what we've heard from his parents, he was, uh, what you would say a mo- a modern Christian, right? He knows all the stuff, but doesn't do it all the time, right? But then after the tragic thing, yeah. he lost faith and all. What can you talk about about people? Have you lost faith or do you still have faith? <laughs> Try and go deep, eh? Wait, this, is, this show is what going deep, you know, man. Okay. Um, okay. Paul, I, listen, um, for me, I've, I, I understand Riley, his sentiment. This is for late, but I understand why he lost faith, um, yeah. why he doesn't believe anymore. I get it. And I also understand why others believe. Basically, for me, personally, yes, I have lost faith. I don't know if it's now, I don't know if it's before, but I have. So that's all I can say for now. If you want more, yeah, more episode two, I can give more. Yeah, because it really dives into what he, how he lost his faith why in episode two but yeah we, we gotta like the yeah. show we gotta set it up you know yeah another thing that this community like like all like let me tell you i i, I like the world building trope of setting the setting the story in a small americana town like yes that is a gener- yes that is generic and cliche and unfortunately what's it called Twilight has ruined that w- that world. Mm-hmm. 
but it's such a great way to to is it's such a great world to tell your story about this small americana place i mean do, do you know like I'll, there's a reason why a lot of great modern stories take place in this kind of things you know like even even like sti- like stranger things it does this stephen kingness too I mean, in my opinion yeah, yeah. worse than midnight mass but still wow listen you know the thing is i, I think why they set it in small towns like this it's because they want because it it helps the story it builds the story because uh, the town is part is a character the town is a character and since you're trying to like talk about all these different places and you can't do it in a big city so a small town secluded away from others not known it helps you bring and create more shit that has that isn't somewhere else so that's why i think that's why they use these small towns which is actually good if done right yeah another thing and wait, wait, why are you wait, 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 why are you hating on stranger things no i'm not hating on stranger things i'm just saying that stranger thing less does it less because like what i want to say is like what i like about small towns you can develop you can develop the whole you can de- develop every character in the in the community like one thing this the one thing the the show the one thing the show puts on or like presents about this town is like there's a population of 197 people like it really makes it really tells you that there's few a few people and we're going to develop it like a lot of them stranger things you don't it, change the things they say it's a small town but they don't really develop the town or the characters you just stick to the same number of people every season you know and when and whenever they yeah. do add characters there's a 50 50 percent chance they're gonna die i get you yeah okay so yeah so like midnight mass really uses its world to tell the story Steve like stranger things their world is remember this like it's just nostalgia. Mm. Uh huh. So um um. Another... You were saying something? Mm-hmm. So another thing. No, no, no. Let's Continue. Get, let's get back to like talking about the Christianity background that builds this community. So like, this show is it's talking about religion, and I I love it when there's a show when there's a story that talks about religion. And it, it really shows both the good aspects and the bad aspects, right? And mm-hmm. and in my in my opinion, the bad aspects of religion minus the pedophilia shit <laughs> is the ca- is the character archetype of the what of uh, what's her name? Biabev Keen, which I call church karen you know you know them church karens like like <laughs> like if like if you see bev keen you'd be like like if you're a christian and you watch this and you see bev keen you'd be like oh my god i know that person <laughs> like yeah. like that is what i love like when when a friend saw it and i saw bev keen like oh my god yes they get like mac flanagan gets it you know it's not about mm-hmm. it's not about like the Mine, remember, remember, audience, excluding the pedophiles, excluding the pedophiles, 
the worst people aren't the prophets that are of that are purposely lying about the about the faith it's about the prophets and the ministers who use the who use the church for their own gain but still but like how I'd say manufacture the words of God for their own doings right you know what I'm saying yeah it's like you've seen the what what's that move the devil all time was it that the one with uh the devil all the time yeah yeah yeah, yeah that one and you, you know Robert Pattinson character right yeah it's, a, it's, it's a the same thing like that our word what he's 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 done the r word deeds r word yeah he's a he's a known rapist oh in in, in the movie in the movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh-huh. go on there's like it's those kind of characters you know those characters that try to use the faith for their own gain that's why they were that's why i like when these types of stories take try to talk about christianity you know but you see like this is this modern time stories what they do do this is but terrible they just be making it like they just be making like the 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 church is just completely evil and there's nothing good about it like they're just lazy man it's lazy when you're trying to make it black and white you know yeah yeah, so another one I want to talk about is the sheriff, Sheriff Hassan. He, like all the, mm. like, like the genre it is, he is the sheriff archetype, the outsider, the one that comes to the town, nobody likes him and shit, right? Mm-hmm. What I like, what, what I like, like what Mike Flanagan did so fucking well, he took this archetype, like the outsider, that just doesn't trust him and shit, and he, and he put some spice. You know what he put, what spice he put? You made him Muslim. Yes, nigga, yes, yes. <laughs> so it's like I'm like yes, yes, dude, yes. Cause like the town is not racist. What they're doing is not racist. What the discrimination they're doing to him is not racist, right? Mm-hmm. Now Bev Keen, yeah, yeah, she like she full on racist, but like. The, what they're doing is technically not racist because they would just do that do this to any any outsider right yeah that's the that's the whole trope of the outsider sheriff like the community ain't gonna like you it's just that now that he's muslim they can put more spice into they can put more spice into hating on him right mm-hmm. so what do you think about the sheriff Hassan and his archetype you know I mean, um, putting a Muslim in a whole Catholic town was was a genius idea because, like, it's not about the direct. Because it's easy to insult or abuse or, like, attack his beliefs directly, or or question him on why he's not attending church or stuff. But the way they do it, the way he uh, Mike did it, um, he. You know those awkward conversations you have, like with with different people, like different people, like different religions. Like he's a he, everyone knows he's a Muslim, and like there was a time, there was a time in the episode they're like, uh, I think, I think it was 
they're asking um why are you coming why aren't you coming to church or something like that i don't know but he he stayed true to his belief because he could have easily folded and be like i don't come to church so basically what i'm saying in general the way mike handled the in the first episode itself the way he handled the inter the conversations about religion between both is realistic that's why i can say and the sheriff himself as a character is yes he's basic as like as a sheriff but he's different i don't know if that makes sense but yeah i'm yeah he's different kind of you know yeah you know, I would say from what you said about him, about them asking him to join, ch- join the church, I would say, I, I would say there isn't really a problem. Like, I understand why the sheriff doesn't want to do it, but like, you are in this community, they, they all gather around in the church. If you want to be the sheriff yeah. of this community, you gotta meet them where they're at, you know? And yeah, it's a church. Yeah. But like, you gotta meet them you gotta meet them if you want to be the sheriff of the church you gotta meet them at their community center and that community center is the ch- is the church you know so like there's this dichotomy yeah. that's happening about it so like some uh, some unintelligent people might just see it as flat out racism but it's like nah dude this community meets in the church they, th- they discuss all the things in the church you know and just mm-hmm. because an yeah. outsider comes in, the, it's like it, it ain't right for the outsider to change everything just for himself, just for the outsider, you know? Yeah, I get you. Yeah, man. Um, another thi- anything uh, else? Oh yeah, one thing I wanna add. You you know what you know what Chekhov's gun is? Yes. So like for the people who don't know what Chekhov's gun is, it's a term in storytelling where it's like you gotta set something up so that by the end or even in the middle of the story you have a payoff. Cause it's better, it's better in storytelling when you set something when you set a plot point up and pay it off. Cause it's like it's good for the audience, you know, that click when they're like, oh shit, man, they fucking set this shit up, yo. So like. Not to spoil, but it's not really a spoil because even I saw it coming when I watched the fucking episode one. It's like I'm saying they're setting up the Kool Aid, you know? You know what I mean? Mhm. And when I what I, what what I do I mean when I say the Kool Aid, like the sto- in episode one they're setting up the Kool Aid, which is the body and the blood of Christ, you know? So like mm-hmm. you got when that when the priest. When the priest Father Paul Hill be saying like, take in the body and blood of Christ so that sins may for may be forgiven, like that, that seems like it's gonna come back to come back. You know, they're setting it up because this whole show is about fucking Christianity. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, one thing before we end. This episode does have a jump scare just one jump scare what do you what do you think about that jump scare <laughs> hey why 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 the guy attack the cats bro <laughs> uh maybe it's, it's a tough, reference but... to the bible or something <laughs> uh but yeah yeah um some naughty kids go to a naughty island 
and do some naughty things and see some naughty things and yeah it was just because obviously in this show there's an element of horror in it so they have to set up that element in the beginning and gradually increase till the final crescendo but yeah it was all right i just saw shadows and things and i was like wow what's this shit and looking forward to the next episode You got anything else to say about episode one? Cause I'm done. You? Um, episode one, book one, Genesis. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Genesis was book one in the Bible. So yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah. Nigga seems sad. Everyone seems sad. What kind of town is that? Yo. Ah. Let's just move on. Let's just move on. I got nothing else. I. Fuck that cock point.